Bokartov, we're doing Shemuel Aleph. We're doing the 13th chapter of Shemuel Aleph. Uh, yesterday's Perak was Perak Yudbet. It was like um, kind of like a, 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 an interjection of a chapter in which the storyline didn't really progress. But Shemuel kind of stepped down from his post and rebuked B'nai Israel for their desire for a king. He, I heard an interesting chidush in, in telling them that what they asked for was inappropriate. He caused rain to start falling in the summertime. Now, what's the problem with rain falling in the summertime? It's about it's it's a kilala because all of the food is ready out of the ground, does not need the nourishment, and the rain can only destroy. Even yeah, the so what's so dry. I heard a chidush in the book by Amnon Bazak, beautiful chidush, and he said, "What was the problem with Bnei Israel's request for a king?" It says in the Sefer Devarim, "Som tasim You should put a king for yourself. They were doing it not because the Torah said, but because they were doing it not like because the Torah said, because they wanted to be like the goyim. So the way they asked for it was the problem. So when Shemuel brings the, the siman, the oath for them, he brings rain in this wrong time. Oh, He's telling them, beracha, you could do something right beracha, that could be beracha in the right time, nice. and it could be kilala in the wrong time. So Beautiful. you asked for something that was, would have been appropriate if it was done properly, but the way you did it was inappropriate. So the, that's a chidush by Amon Bazak, in the book he wrote on book of Shemuel Aleph. Okay, now chapter 13 begins uh, with obviously Shaul's... Um, He's finally become official. He's finally, his reign has officially become established. But we will quickly see that his downfall is very, very, very quick. And therefore, Ben Shana Shaul Ben Mulcho, Shaul was one year into his reign, for a total of two years of reign over Israel. Now, there's a lot of discussion. There was a lot of discussion uh, of how this could be. So there are different interpretations. One opinion says, there was a one-year process from the time Shemuel started telling him that he was going to be king until he became king. And then he ruled for two more years after that. Another opinion says that it was a year into his reign already, and he only had one year left. Um, the problem with saying it's such a short timeline is that we're going to see Shaul has a lot of exploits. He's going to have a number of battles. He's going to be chasing David around for a long time. So it's hard to fit. And we know that David was hiding amongst the Pelishim for a year and a few months. So in that whole year and a few months... You could say that a lot of these things were happening at the same time and they're happening coincidentally, so, so it wasn't, you know, it's possible to fit it all into two years. But one, the, ongoing, the ongoing perush is to try and expand the amount of time Shaul reigned because it's very hard to see how everything that could have happened happened within two years or three years even. They okay. bring a nice Rashi, brings a Tarubi on time that says that he's referring to Shaul's righteousness. He was free of sin as a one year old infant. Yeah, so that's a midrash. It's definitely not pshat. Okay, he was free of sin like a one-year-old. Ben Shana Shaul ben Mulcho. He was like a one-year-old boy. Okay, the, the, the pshat of the pasuk is Shaul was one year old when he reigned. Ben Shana Shaul ben Mulcho. So here is another interpretation because that obviously doesn't make any sense. Of course, but why is it that that read the word literally? Okay, so there's another interpretation that also Amnon Bazak writes in his thing, is that um, the the Tanakh is specifically hiding his age. It's, it should be Ben Shloshim Shana or something like that, Hayab mm-hmm. Mulcho. And that's because Shaul's reign never really got off the ground. So it's, it's cutting it off a little. It's like, it's like um, this is his interpretation. He's saying, you will see by Shaul that a lot of things are off. For example, we're going to see in the next Pasuk, we're going to meet Yonatan. Oh. Now, what is it? It's not going to say Yonatan Ben Shaul. It's just going to introduce Yonatan. 
And Amnon Bazaki claims that there are a lot of things that are off with the way Shaul is introduced, perhaps to show that his kingship was not... His kingship was weird. Was weird. Was off. Was off. It wasn't but, like David where it tells you, okay, he was 30, 30 years when he malach and he malach for 40 years, you know? Anyone say that Shaul was king for 10 years? I don't know. Like, it's, hard, it? It would be hard, it's hard to say. Because of the shot. Because it says, Yisrael. That one is explicit. You know, you oh. can say that the Tanakh dropped the word in the first half of the Pasuk, but the second half of the Pasuk is pretty easy to interpret. And two years he reigned over Israel. Oh. So the most you could get away with in keeping with the Peshat is to say that there's a three year total period. One plus two. One plus two, yeah. That's oh, okay, fine. Sorry. Okay. Pasuk Bet. Shaul, And Shaul chose 3,000 people of Israel, a very small army, because we saw in the previous army against uh, Nachash Amoni, he had 330,000. 30,000 from Yudah and 300,000 from Israel. Okay, so now he takes 3,000 people from Israel. Shaul He, Shaul kept 2,000 of them in Michmash, Uvhar El, and in the mountain of Betel. And 1,000 of them were with Yonatan, without a hey, by the way, keep yeah. an eye out for that. Yonatan's name Your is going name. to change to Yonatan at some point in, in Shmuel. We're introducing our teacher's name in Tanakh, finally. <laughs> uh, Yonatan, Binyamin. And 1,000 were with Yonatan. It happens to be that Yonatan is one of my favorite characters in Tanakh. Because he's an exemplary person. He's amazing. And the rest of the people, probably the 330,000, Shaul sent them back to their tents. So the only thing left is this meager army of 3,000. 2,000 are remaining with Shaul. 1,000 with Yonatan. It does not, this is the first time we're seeing Yonatan. It, it does not. It doesn't say Yonatan ben Shaul. It says it later. Uh-oh. It says it later. Of course, it's his son. It's going, it's going to say later this is Yonatan. It's the same Yonatan. Yonatan killed the representative of the Pelishtim that was standing on the hill. The Pelishtim heard. And Shaul blew on the shofar in the land saying the Jews, the Hebrews, should hear and beware. What happened? Yonatan basically instigated a war with the Pelishtim. He killed the representative. That's a good way to start a war. You kill, you kill like a high-ranking officer yeah. and the, they want to retaliate. So in the next Psukim, we're going to see the, retaliate, the retaliation of the Pelishtim and the response to that retaliation by Am Israel. Because as you know, obviously the army isn't big enough as it stands. At the current state. At the current state. Yeah. So uh, that's going to be the continuation of Chai Baruch Amen. Amen.